Welcome to the Trying to Be Better podcast with Joel and Steve. in it looks like i have a like a really badass mullet i was just thinking the same thing the mullet what works for the joel egger should i rock back. a mullet for the summer dude <laughs> i could do you, it i was gonna say if you do I, I don't know what i would do but i think that would be pretty dope it'd be pretty great maybe i'll just uh have a mullet for the shows this weekend oh <laughs> why not get weird that's right Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Trying to Be Better podcast with Joel and Steve. My name is Joel. I'm Steve. And this is a podcast. Welcome to it. Welcome, everyone. New and old and... And in between. Sure. My, um, you know, I saw my sister this last week and, and she said that she actually gets sad when she goes to do her, you know, whatever she does while she listens to podcasts and there isn't a new one, so... So I felt that was, and we need to get her on here. We need to quit screwing around and get my sister on the podcast. I don't have her information, so you're going to have to hook well, that up. Well, I uh, realize I'm probably the one that needs to do that, but you need you know, to do that. I, you know, Libby, I'm sorry. Libby, I'm grateful that you listen to the podcast. She Tell does. all your friends about it, whether, you know, podcasts get me to do things like the dishes mow the yard <laughs> they should they get me through doing things yeah like mm-hmm. i have to put something on to do things that's where i'm at right now put something on so to I, do things i gotta put something on to do things otherwise you start with like pants I, pants are not required to do the dishes that's true in fact have you ever done the dishes in the nude it's a whole new ball game. i don't i don't know that i've ever done dishes in the nude i've definitely done them in my underwear yeah, 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 yeah. I am. I'm not totally naked. No. My, another speaking of birthday suits, A, <laughs> tomorrow is your birthday. That's correct. And B, uh, my mother who gave me my birthday suit out the womb, mom, thanks for listening to the podcast. I'm <laughs> not going to get weird. Too late. She had, a, she had a rule. She had a rule in the house. Like you had to be, if like, if like when we would like, roll out of bed to come to the table to have breakfast cereal whatever in the morning or whatever like we had to have a shirt on like she had a rule oh. you gotta have a shirt on so like mm-hmm. i have this weird thing in my own home not all the time but like if i like if i'm just gonna eat you know i have to put a shirt on so like i can't just i normally <laughs> don't just you know what i mean yeah oh <laughs> conditioning but uh yeah we're this is summer podcast. This is summer yeah. trying to be better, dude. We're we're uh we're all over the place, literally. We're, we're an enigma. We're a ghost in the forest. You can't really pin us down, man. You know, like why would you want to? Yeah, we're we're gonna do. You're gonna, gonna do. You're gonna you're gonna take what we give you and like it. Yeah, man. <laughs> you're gonna take what we give you and like it. And thank you, thank you so much for listening. Hundred percent. Yes, we really do appreciate it. Actually. We do. Um, we really do. It is pretty weird and wild that. Uh, oh my gosh. We'd still do this. So I'm grateful to still do this. With you, you know, man. we're within a Nat's eyelash of 10,000 downloads. Yeah. When is that coming? 
Uh, probably this episode actually so we can celebrate you know later let's not count our our i'm gonna celebrate non non monetized chickens before they hatch i am i'm shaking my uh homemade iced coffee latte in celebration oh Oh, very good um me drinking coffee at 6 p.m is a bad idea oh it's a great idea yep so um so yeah um you know what i was thinking about what were you thinking was, about, Steve? Uh, well, what I was thinking about is that we've been doing this for a while. And uh, what I was thinking is that, like, the uh, past guests, the uh, Always Chilling guys, like, they have oh. a YouTube thing. Yep. And the Guest of the Year podcast has a YouTube thing. Like, why, oh, don't we no. have a, why don't we have a YouTube thing? Because I'm, I'm not camera ready. Well, it doesn't have to be on camera, though. <laughs> it could just be audio. Like I could, oh. I could start uploading audio, which is like the background, like that episode's, uh, you know, graphic that our art department throws together for us. Hey, we. I just want to take a minute and thank the art department for not striking because we don't pay them. Right. We don't pay them nearly enough. No, but I really I, appreciate. I can vouch for that. <laughs> Nor do as we. The, uh, we as don't the pay our. That does not write the checks. Yeah, the sound. The sound engineer really works for exposure too. Pretty and we're much. not going to give his name, so. No. Uh, yeah, I, I, dude, more reach. I mean, we gotta. I mean, that's our ticket. I mean, when? How are we going to get the Lambo money without a YouTube channel? <laughs> Good callback. We haven't mentioned the Lambo money in a long time. Well, I think about it almost every day. Yeah, I, I want a 1986 Lamborghini Countach. Red or black? Red. Yeah. Come okay. on. I want red. I know, I'm a cannonball run kid, so black. Sorry. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Every poster, you know, was red. I just, I, I, I don't, I forgot they came in black. I think about because you got to go back and watch Cannonball Run. Maybe. Maybe yeah, we'll get not, to that. It's not. It's not a great movie. <laughs> Doesn't it's, hold up. It, no, it does not hold it up. But it is not. funny. It is funny. It is funny. It does uh, not hold up. Uh. What, yeah. What oh well, yeah, ten thousand downloads. We'll put it on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. I mean, maybe. Hey, did did did? Uh, you know, I haven't gotten any calls from any modeling agents. I'm kind of bummed about that. I thought. Yeah, maybe we put your picture thing. up. Our our social media department put your photo up that you sent to the group chat of you hanging out in yeah. Seattle, being cool and hot, Blast, and cool and hot in a in a really she she um, cosmetic store, Glossier. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I I covered up the Glossier oh. ad so that well, I I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what oh. that meant. So oh. I covered it up with text. <laughs> I saw that. That's funny. No, that's a cosmetic store that my my daughter really wanted to go check out. You looked you, know. you looked cool. You looked relaxed. You looked like you were a man on vacation. I was a man on vacation. Tell us about Seattle, man. How was it, dude? I love Seattle. Um, I went out to visit my sister and to take my family out there. My wife had been other ones before, but my daughters had never seen it. And, uh, that, you know, it's just something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. Yeah. And, uh, we finally made it happen. And, uh, I just, I love it out there. Um, I, I'm not, you know, um, I mean, I guess I've lived in the big city quote enough and been to enough to know that there's a difference between, uh, visiting a place and residing there and trying to live there you know what i'm saying oh yeah um but having said that i love seattle 
in I, the surrounding yeah. area. Um, I, last year I was in Seattle about the same time, and uh, mm-hmm. I made the I made the that same sort of comment to a guy as we were leaving SeaTac Airport. I got sat next to this guy, and Kirsten just passed out. I was talking to this guy. He's a really interesting dude. He like worked on planes and stuff his whole life. Like he told me about, you know, installing Wi-Fi on planes and how challenging that still is and blah, blah, blah. But I made the mistake, the rookie mistake. I mean, like, man, it was gorgeous, man. This whole time was just amazing. He's like, <laughs> he looked at me. He's like, dude, you have no idea. He was a really nice guy, but he was uh-huh. like, man, I I get what you're saying, but you haven't suffered the 10 months of gloom that yeah. we have like he and he you know he seemed like a pretty straight laced dude but he was very open like it's like yeah i get depressed i have to do mm-hmm. the light therapy stuff like mm-hmm. I, i'm a native out here you know like i'm i i you know and it was like okay so i made yeah. the mistake i know what you're saying though it's like one thing to be like i could live here i could live here you know and but yeah seattle's fucking amazing it's amazing it's beautiful what were the highlights Oh gosh, what did we do? We uh spent a day with my sister. We went uh we did the Mopop Museum, which is great. Space yeah. Needle and the Chihuly Museum, which is just bloody amazing. Yeah, yeah. And uh and just kind of hung out. We went um you know, Space Needle is one of those views that is just you don't forget it kind of thing. And it's yeah. astounding and amazing and um on a bunch of levels. What else do we do? I don't know, we had some food. Went on a ferry ride. Did you guys do the ferries when you were there? Yeah, we did a ferry ride to Bainbridge to... Island, and yeah, then yeah, good. And then we did a. We actually did like a sound tour, mm-hmm. like you know, chartered boat thing. Yeah, yeah. That Those was ferry. Cool I love the ferries. I like to that. Was my, we went to Bainbridge Island. It's my first time going there. Liked it there. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, well, and then the other thing that was happening was on Sunday we were downtown, kind of walking around, and uh, and uh, the Seattle Pride Parade was happening. Oh, wow, nice. Yeah, so it was kind of like we didn't exactly participate in it or exactly intentionally spectated it, but it was kind of was chuckling to myself, uh, reflecting on the day. It was kind of like uh, the Pride Parade for us on that day was kind of like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern and Hamlet. Uh, it just <laughs> sort know? of happened. Yeah, yeah, well, they're kind of in, they're kind of out, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you know that we've talked about it before the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead? Oh yes, yes, like yes. That, I'm well that. aware. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's kind of I was chuckling. That's kind of what it reminded me of. Like, yeah, oh, there's nice. the Pride Parade again, you know. And I mean, there was, I mean, it was a, it was huge. And and well, so sure. as we're walking around like downtown Seattle and Capitol Hill and um, the surrounding areas, I mean, we walked a lot the last two days and uh the uh pride parade and it's, it's uh you know participants were everywhere yes. all the time yes and uh and uh yeah the girls saw some things that they're not going to forget soon and it was just oh really cool. yeah open uh, open their eyes their minds a little bit Good oh, yeah. for them. And then, oh and then the other thing is that like we had planned to go to that starbucks reserve roastery situation yeah like the, I, and, I saw uh, a news article about what you're about to say oh really yeah yeah I didn't see the news article, but it was one of those things like there was a line to get the ro- roastery is like this. I didn't go in, but it's like a Starbucks experience place. It's not just a Starbucks store. It's like a thing. Yeah, it's a and, whole uh, experience. Yeah. yeah. So um, like we're walking up to it and there's a line 
like around the corner and there's like a little rope thing with the line on. Oh, that's weird. And then I look and I see because like we didn't make reservations or anything. And then I saw like picketers. Yeah. With signs and stuff and stuff. And like they had like a presence. Right. And uh, it was kind of aligned with pride and signs saying things like trans rights are workers rights. And I'm like, yeah, that's totally on all the same issues, basically. And uh, and I just thought I can't in good conscience go in there right now. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I I can't go in there like I can't just walk by these people that are sacrificing a lot. Yeah. And say, well, thanks for your sacrifice. I'm going to go have some coffee. Like I couldn't do it. Yeah, that's cool. And so I and so I didn't. I just right told Holly and the girls, I'm like, you guys go inside. I'm staying out here. You know. Right on. And uh, and I talked to them. It was gosh, it was just it was just interesting and inspiring, and um, like they were super cool and uh, very nice. You know, mm-hmm. I walked up the street to a to a local place, got a got an americano, walked back, <laughs> got, a, <laughs> got a couple stickers. You know, I mean, it was. Yeah. It was just, it was, um, uh, it was eye opening. Yeah. And it really felt in that moment like, well, this is something I have to do. It was a small yeah. thing, but I would have felt like the biggest hypocrite in the world walking by the picketers. <laughs> yeah. I could just see, like, I'm going to go, I'll be right back. I'll talk to you, but I really need my Frappuccino right now. Yeah, but I'll be I gotta right go back. And get the deluxe roast fucking thing. Like, you know, I. I just I couldn't. Yeah, know, I'm a I'm a big was, fan of what you guys are doing. My I'm, fist I'm is raised, man. Raised, but man, my fist is raised, but so is my latte. So <laughs> you know, and it did like it made the girls confused and sad, and so mm. we had to have a talk after that. You know, because I wasn't. You know, I mean, like they love Starbucks, and they, they've yeah. really been looking forward to that. Like that was right. kind of one of the cornerstones on the trip. And I at the last minute, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So that wow. really kind of like that, we had to have a talk after that, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like I, I, and I had to tell him like, this is not your deal. You know, like I want you to go and enjoy your Starbucks experience. Right. Yes. Yes. Like you don't. Don't worry about this right now. Right. Yeah. I mean, we can talk about it if you want, but for me right now, like I can't go in there. You That's know? interesting though, because you, you like on a deeper level, you could have been the guy like, Kids, we're not going in. We're going to go to the, you know, the roaster down the way, which is a choice you could have made. But you're like, no, go have your experience. I'm not going to, like, guilt you. But But we're going to talk about what this is. definitely confused them. And we're like, well, why isn't that going in there, you know? Sure. Like, well, I'm more on the side of these people than I am those people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they they, that 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 experience made national news because there has been you know, strikes here and there, Starbucks baristas are like saying no, but I saw something and maybe it was just a, like a TikTok video about, um, but it was the under the desk news person. They like are really cool and they make, they make all the, they, they tell the news and they do it underneath a desk with their phone, whatever. But they were talking about how, how significant it was that they were picketing that particular store because oh, it's really? so, yeah. Cause it's so well, you know, visited yeah, and it's yeah. like this big mo- monumental thing. Um, you know, and a lot of, a lot of strikes were started by queer folks, LGBTQ plus I folks, like sure. a lot of strikes were started by, so that's, it's, yeah, it's interesting. And, and, you know, pride or, or, uh, Starbucks is a place that 
you know, definitely tries to celebrate pride, but also can't pay its workers a living wage. You know what I mean? And they're making money hand over fist. So it's just hand over fist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the fact they're not doing themselves any favors because their CEO is a total union busting asshole. Like he's very adamantly like just, you know, firing people that even Mm -hmm. follow you know, accounts that are supporting it and stuff like he's screwing with everybody's hours. And, you know, he's a total, I mean, he's very outspoken anti union. Well, he's a CEO. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So he's playing his role and collecting his bonuses. I mean, you know, Starbucks has got to, you know, got to meet that, those profit margins, man, because if not, how is he going to give, you know, the top executives those million dollar bonuses every year, Steve? I mean, what about them? Oh, I know. Believe me. I mean, somebody has to think about the shareholders. Somebody has to think about those yachts that you see in those That's houses up on the hill and Which, you know, overlooking Lake Washington. I, like, I just I just love that the orcas are, attack, are attacking yachts. That makes me so that just makes me so happy. They're like, you know what? You humans are not going to do shit about this. We're taking matters into our own hands. It, it's the it, yeah. Uh, if there, if there are any orcas listening, I just want you to reach out to the podcast. <laughs> right. We'd love we to want talk to, to you. Yeah, we want to put. We want to bring you on. Right. We want to give you a platform. Yes. We want to uh, donate money. So if there are any orcas in the cause right. that are listening, we know <laughs> you're out there. We do have there. we do have ten thousand downloads, we're, so there's got to be at least one orca listening. We don't we don't have it quite yet, but one of those nine thousand eight hundred and seventy two <laughs> listeners. Just, we're just huge fans of your work. <laughs> we're for the orcas. hundred percent. Yeah, we're for Definitely the we're for the, the union the orcas. and the orcas and the orcas and the dolphins that are running into surfers and waves. Oh. Like all all well, sea life. I don't have anything against surfers. I don't have anything surfers, but also like I think it's I saw a video that was equating the orca thing with dolphins running into surfers as they're trying to barrel. Oh, I really? Saw, it was pretty great. Anyway, okay, maybe the dolphins are just trying to play. Probably, yeah. Also, that's that's uh that's a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy thing. Um, quick diversion, just because it's great. Uh, one of the. I think it's in the first book talks about how um, humans have uh, like humans have always kind of thought that they were very cool for creating things like machines and wars and stuff. Yeah. And all, and all dolphins ever do is just muck around in the water and play. Yeah. And the dolphins are like, well, we think we're cool for exactly the opposite of that reason. <laughs> like all and we do is they, muck around. They're, they're the, the ones that play. leave, right? They're like, yeah, the dolphins. Uh, they all, out, they yeah. all ascend. Yeah, they're they all out, route, Yeah. Because all you guys do is make wars and whatever. Okay, well, we're going to go. <laughs> Dolphins actually are one of the very few uh, animals, including humans, that have sex just for fun. Oh, really? Yeah, for pleasure. That's interesting. I didn't know that. If any dolphin sex therapists want to come on, too, we'd love to have you on. So we would... It would be like a one We could have con- a panel with the orcas and the dolphin sex therapists. Yeah, I'm... Yeah, I think that I think that would be really important for us to do and, you know, could be groundbreaking, really. I feel there's 
on my on my way out to on my way out to saddle, I watched Blazing Saddles on the airplane. Oh. And the 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 breakthroughs and treatment for the insane gambler. <laughs> William J. Lepetamine. Well, whatever. Anyway. You're the guy watching Blazing Saddles on the plane. I love uh-huh. that. Yeah. That was great. Did you watch Porky's too? Just to make I, it awkward for everyone around you? I did not. No. Okay. I literally have I haven't watched Porky since I was like twelve. I can't watch something on a plane unless I know there's not going to be like I don't want to be wa- I I I don't want somebody to look over my shoulder and be like and there's a sex scene, you know what yeah, I mean? There's and no like, sex I, scenes in Blazing Saddles. I know, but there's well, Madeline Kahn's pretty racy, I guess. I, but there's I mean, yeah. you're right. you're right. I just I, mean, I don't want to be judged by what I'm watching on a plane. Yeah, I don't get. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm not gonna watch certain things, but I mean, like, if anybody gets balled up at a not at Blazing Saddles, then they just need to tell somebody about it. I guess. I love to get on a yeah. I love to get on a plane, pop open my laptop, put on Wild Things, and if it's a long flight, I'll throw nine and a half weeks and Basic Instinct <laughs> in there. Yeah. No. See. No. Well, I'm glad you guys had a good time, man. I'm Dude. Glad I'm- it was so cool. And then we went to my we went and had a nice dinner on the on the boardwalk. Uh oh, one night I don't remember what night, but it doesn't matter. We were eating. Did you have any Ivers? Clam chowder while I- you're there? Ivers is to Seattle what runs is to Lincoln. Uh, oh, it's like it's like fast food clam chowder and fish and no, it's awesome. I, oh, I don't God. eat that shit, dude. Oh well, whatever, dude. Uh Ivers Kirsten rocks. may have Kirsten there, there was a Ivers spot- rocks. It, it, and you can sit there on the boardwalk or whatever the pier, and uh, throw French fries at seagulls. Wait, so is this on the? It's it's on the pier. Or it's on the pier. like where the market is. Yeah, well, it's on the pier. It's on the water. The well, Pike's Market isn't on the water. It's close. No, to I water. know. We ate at this place that's in Pike's Market that mm-hmm. had like a eating place facing the water. Was it Anthony's? It was something, but they had cheesy cheeseness, the cheesiest cheese melted freaking mac and cheese and yeah, cheese. Wasn't Anthony's. Oh, it's freaking. I mean, man. there's a lot of food down there. There is a lot of but food. But we ate but on the on the water we ate at Ivers and like Pier 44, which mm-hmm. is just trashy and amazing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And uh and then the night before we left, we ate at Anthony's on Pier 66, which is the opposite of that in the sense that it's very nice. Um, and uh, like our our food came, like the plates came with little flowers on it kind of place. Yeah, nice. And the and the halibut had this strawberry. Con- I mean, it was just ridiculously delicious and awesome and amazing. And uh, yeah. Did you go there on purpose or just for the halibut? Uh, my sister. Oh, my, my God. I'll be here all week, folks. You missed the joke. I said, did you go there on purpose or just for that? Oh, the halibut. Well, thank you, Joel. That was an amazing. And you're right. I did totally miss it because I was, my mouth was watering thinking about the halibut. Um, uh, No, my sister. Just for the halibut. Yeah, thank you, Joel. But um, um, there we go. Um, We, uh, it was great. That's great, dude. I'm really, I, in all seriousness, I'm, I'm grateful that you guys had a great time. It was so, and like the flights were fine and. No I, delays, no I bullshit. Kept, I kept my tongue. I I held my tongue in the TSA lines, and I just I the TSA is the most pointless, useless thing. Do you get searched a lot? I actually uh, I got singled out in Omaha. You know what? I, I no, have the no, same no, no, issue. No, no, no. It's no, my no, body no, no. language. 
I get I I'm like so, so tense and and so like fuck this this is bullshit. I want to say all the words I'm not supposed to say. Right. And they like, can sense you're it. You're going to force me to go through this fucking scanner thing without telling me what it's doing to my body. Correct. Correct. The magnetic thing? Yeah, yeah. I like I, I hate that so much. You know what I do? And this is my own little this my uh, this is me wedging a little ray of sunshine into my own cold black heart. You know okay. what I do? What do you do? When I put my hands up, uh-huh. you know, you I give them a, off. I give a little bird. I give two yeah. little, two Joel, little fuck yous. I love how you're just sticking it to the man. That's how I stick it to the man, dude. They can't get me down. They can't stop me. They've never. That's how I. That's how I win, dude. That's how you win. That is me winning. Zach Zach De La Rocha would be proud. <laughs> fuck you! I won't do what you tell me. As I walk and do everything they tell me to do. <laughs> That's exactly right. I want to go to my place. <laughs> That's I told this lady standing behind me in Seattle. Holly and the girls are already through, and and we I something there's a hold up. I don't know. It's so stupid, but uh, we we were talking about because like the two lines, uh, they had completely like the line next to us didn't have to take their shoes and belt off, but we did. What? Because of the person, yeah. And we're like, this is the stupidest thing ever. Like you guys don't even follow your own protocols. I thought everybody had to take their shoes off. That's correct. But the line next to us, they didn't, he wasn't making them take. Now you can leave those on. And I'm like. In Omaha or in Seattle? In Seattle. I felt like Seattle, Seattle's security was even more intense because they had oh, like. Yeah. They had like the the um, the drug dog that you had to walk by. Oh, Did I, didn't do do I didn't have a drug dog. Ooh, we had a drug dog. It was. I was like, you know, there's a part of me that's like, do Marijuana's I have drugs on me? Maybe I have drugs Washington. on me. What like, marijuana is legal in Washington? Well, I think that's it. It was maybe the leaving. They were the oh, people, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Well, whatever. But I was, I had that panicked moment where I'm like, oh god, I bet I have a fucking at least an eighth on me somehow, somewhere. Nope. No, I didn't. But that this lady and I, like, we both looked at. We were kind of we were being it sounded like me and you talking, really. But uh, <laughs> I said the only reason I'm not saying the things that I actually want to say right now is because I just want to get on the damn plane. She's like, I'm right there with you. Yeah. You know, yep. like, like you're all, oh, there was some problem with, I don't, somebody's bad. It's, the whole thing was just, it's like, I, oh, <laughs> like in my head to help me, what I do is I, I, I hum the, uh, the clown car song. <laughs> as they're like, bags and scanners and, the TASA's own research shows that they're terrible at their job. Correct. I mean, yep. their own internal uh, uh, process monitoring shows that we're just horrible. We can't ca- we couldn't catch anything. It's theater. It's one hundred percent theater. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. theater. It's all it is. Yep. Right. It gives everybody the illusion of safety when there is none. Right. Kind of like the seatbelts in the plane. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I. I click that thing and I loosen it all the way down to my knees. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, nope, we're good here. It's fine. I am putting myself in a metal tube in the sky at 40,000 feet. We're rocking at like 500 miles an hour. Yeah. I, I not under any illusions that I'm going to survive, but thank you for showing me how to use the life vest. I am really, I am really grateful that I would never, I would not, you know, I would not be cog. Even if I did have a water landing and let's say we did survive, I'm not going to, nobody's going to be calm enough to do the gymnastics that it takes to do all that. 
Well, that's why they All show the you things. those so that you can be calm. And don't forget your your seat sometimes is a flotation cushion. And be Thank sure you. to put your mask on before helping anybody else. Thank you. Yeah. We're all going to die. Because if the airplane gets broadsided in midair, that's what you're going to be thinking about. <laughs> I've never been on a, I, I, I've heard stories, though, that sometimes they can lose cabin pressure just like. They can. Yeah. That would be a trip. Yeah, like, it's. Yeah, anything above twelve thousand five hundred feet, if you if your cabin becomes depressurized, you're gonna want to put the mask on, and that is some that I mean, I'm jo- all joking aside, like that is a very survivable situation. Sure, just put the mask on, you'll be fine. Might be a little uncomfortable, maybe depending on the reason for the depressurization. Right. But I grew up flying, and my dad had a non a non pressurized six seat twin engine aircraft that we flew all over the place. And if we like were flying over the Rocky Mountains, we'd have to put the masks on as we were going over the mountains. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. He fl- yeah. he was a pilot. Yeah, my dad had a pri- private pilot's license. He had a Beechcraft Baron, which is oh, a twin wow. engine twin engine six passenger, well six seat aircraft that's capable of flying over the Rocky Mountains. That's cool. Yeah, we flew it over. Do you have it down at uh, the airport here? Yeah. Lincoln? Yeah, I Duncan Aviation, man. That's cool. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he flew it sometimes for work. If he was going to, um, he flew to like Neely and Creighton and right to go do clinics and stuff. And then we'd, he'd fly it for fun and then we'd fly it on vacations. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And so, and, and the, some Beechcraft parents are pressurized. His was not because most of the time we didn't fly that high. Yeah. But we could, we could go over the mountains, but you had to, you had to wear oxygen masks to do that. What was the turbulence light in that thing going over the um, mountains? Well, okay. So the, the story one time, my, my, one of the things my dad did with this airplane is sometimes he would fly the Nebraska coaches around to like do scouting trips and things like that. Right. Like he flew Tom Osborne, he flew Danny Nee. Um, right, you know, and an a lot of hookers and blow on those chartered tons. flights. Yeah, you met my yeah. dad, obviously. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. one time we flew down. Um, sometimes also, like if somebody, I don't remember if we drove down. Whatever, we were flying a different Baron back from M- Moberly, Missouri, one time, and uh, we got caught in a in a thunderstorm. And I think it was one of those situations where it turned worse than anybody thought it was. Yeah. And all, I mean, this is the only time I've ever actually been scared in an airplane. Right. I was probably like 13 or 14 maybe. And, uh, but we were getting tossed around like a, uh, I mean, the, the, the forward motion, like the horsepower of the, of even smaller crafts is, is pretty impressive, Mm -hmm. at least something of that caliber. And, uh, so we kept moving forward, but we were getting like gaining and losing hundreds of feet in, of altitude in Ooh. like a, in like a second. I, I when you said that, I felt it in my stomach, mm-hmm. like well, that drop. I mean, like my dad's head was hitting the top of the airplane. Like we were like you know, um, for about like I would say two minutes. That's like, the longest two minutes you'll ever spend. I thought I was gonna die. Yeah, I mean, yep. it was it was absolutely utterly horrifying because and, those big air, those like, you know, like a 730, 727, that can those can they can go over storms, right? Like right, they get right, high yeah, enough, 100%. they go right over them. Well, and we did that kind of a little bit, too. And there was one time when I was a kid, we were flying to Houston, I think, maybe. 
no, we were going to California, but because of some weather systems, we flew to Lubbock, Texas, and then we're going to head west the next day. Yeah. And like we flew between these two giant storm systems, like where we were yeah. it was clear, but if you look to the right or the left, all hell was breaking loose, you know, 10 miles away. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, and you could, I mean, he could, we could get on top of some clouds, but not the way the pressurized jetliners can. I mean, right. Not could, those huge thunderheads that are. No, they, no, 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 no. Those you want to avoid. And I think that's kind of uh, what happened on that trip I was mentioning. Like, I think, I, hell, I don't know what happened. I wasn't flying. It was 30 years ago, but um, it just got really bad, you know? Yeah. And, right. Uh, it was just, it was just terrifying. Those roller coasters don't scare me because, you know, Right. Because they have. Yeah, no. When you said going forward in a little plane and losing hundreds of feet here or there, my Mm -hmm. stomach knew what that meant. Mm -hmm. Like I kind of almost vomited. Terrifying. Um, But that but that's the but I mean, uh, and for the record, for the longest time I flew, I threw up every time we flew in that plane. Really? It's like, oh, yeah. Sometimes we'd go out. He would just to keep hours up and stuff my dad would go out and shoot touch and goes just take uh-huh. off circle around land take right back off you know mm-hmm. i'd throw up on those um eventually like, my parents eventually my parents started pumping me full of dramamine before we do that and that kind of helped and you don't get queasy now nope is it just because that like a little plane like that you can feel every turn maybe yeah and probably some anxiety too you know a little anxiety in there sprinkle a little of that in there mm-hmm. But you know, I, I I was never ever afraid to get in the airplane, though. You know, like we yeah. just got in there. It's just what we did. Yeah, it's, you, you know, you got to puke a little to fly. You know what I mean? You got to crack some what it, crack some eggs to make an omelet, right? Much, yeah. But yeah, I mean that's that's an experience that uh, you know a lot of people don't get, and it was just cool to be able to do that. Now, like my summer vacations, our family summer vacations usually uh, consisted of uh, my dad. We'd go to wherever the flying physicians meeting was that year. Oh, okay. Yeah. So my dad would go to meetings and we'd go to Disney World. That's not bad. It was fine. Yeah. Did you have a family? Pu- Sorry to, this is a hard pivot, but the coffee's hitting me. We had a family puke bowl. Did you have a family puke bowl? Dude, what the hell? What's yeah, it was like puke bowl? Like you just have that the bowl. Like, that sounds like a really bad internet video. Well, you have the bowl. When Hold you're on. homesick, Hold the on. bowl that everybody oh, uses. Oh, you meant. When no, not like a sick. competition, not like the Super Bowl of puking. You really needed to clarify that. Like when we had a sickness in the house. We welcome, welcome to the third annual Egger Family Puke Bowl. <laughs> Joel just ate 30 hot dogs. I think he's going to win. No, I mean like the, the family <laughs> puke bowl. Dude. It's still not helping. For when you're sick. I'm going to say it one more time. Family puke bowl. <laughs> the, the designated bowl that you puke in when you stay home from school. We just used, we just used trash cans, man. My mom would just get the trash can from the bathroom. Well, the, the weird, that. I mean, the reason I asked is because the, the, the weird, <laughs> the weird shit that goes through your mind, the, the fucking cognitive dissonance when the bowl that you puked in last week is now the one your mom's making cookies in. No, so, you know what I mean? 
dude it washes right you sanitize that's have you seen those like buzzfeed articles or like things that you grew up with that you thought were normal that totally weren't yeah that's i think this is one of those things yeah my mom is definitely email ttbpodcast at gmail.com and tell us about your family puke bowl i think our family puke bowl mom and when you're listening i correct me if i'm wrong it wasn't the coveted yellow cake mixer bowl i think it's i think it's i think it was tupperware but still <laughs> somehow worse because tupperware yeah. is kind of like porous yeah you'd want it to be like ceramic right right yeah or glass or something because that you can actually like clean yeah we had the bowl man <laughs> i don't know i don't last week we we peaked early with something that was kind of spiritual and yeah, I said this. I don't think we're gonna top people. No, nope, nope, nope. We we jumped off the cliff a little too early. The family puke bowl, fourth annual family puke. Sorry, guys. I know some of you are maybe eating. Libby, if you're eating right now while you're listening to this, I want to just say I'm sorry. I'm really sorry you had to listen to this. I'm not. Yes, yes. As brother, brother's like, yeah, I hope you do chum (laughs) listening to my podcast. Oh, my gosh. Hey, I got a tattoo. (laughs) Holly was asking about that. What did you do? I got a tattoo, Steve. That looks pretty cool. It looks like henna. It's not henna. Oh, I know that. But I mean, it looks like something. What was the what's the what's the uh, occasion? Um, I was feeling rambunctious in may tattoo it's my very first tattoo Uh uh-huh i was feeling a little rambunctious and i don't know spiritually egotistical (laughs) in in may you can go back yeah yeah you can go back and Uh listen to those episodes and uh i booked a tattoo um because kirsten Uh we were riding our bikes and kirsten's like man what if you ever get a tattoo you should put it right on your calf i think that looked pretty cool and then you know in order to keep my wife, I had to get a tattoo, right? Is that how that went in your head? No, I said that the other day. She got real mad. Um, <laughs> like, I'll get it. I'm getting only I would because it was tattoo day, and I was like, the only reason I'm getting this is so that you'll stay with me. And she was like, Don't oh say my- that. It's oh a joke. God, that's that's not a that's not true, everyone. I- it's a it's a it's a <laughs> Buddhist um Dharma wheel, and it it's sort of interlaid with a lotus flower. It's very meaningful to me. The sort of represents the the eightfold path that has gotten me through a lot. And uh, so I booked it in May and I just, it was, she was, this tattoo artist in Lincoln is so kind of reserved and popular that I couldn't get in until late June. So it's amazing that you kept that level of spirituality that, that length of time. I mean, yeah, I almost bailed. I was like, I don't really, do I want this past? And and so I had to get, I got to this point that week where I'm like, I have to trust May Joel. I have to trust that version of myself Mm. that said, this was a good idea. He had thought about it. He found a lot of research. He sent it to her, booked it, put the deposit down, did the things. I'm like, I'm just going to show up like it's a dental cleaning. I'm just going to show up. And it was actually like, I'm really I'm really grateful I did, I did it. I've been pretty adamantly non-tattoo my whole life. Like my tattoo was that I didn't have one. I understand. And so, um, but this one means a lot to me and I'm really, it looks fucking, she did a great job. L, it looks cool. L Noir at uh, Adamant 
heart. Adamant. Adamant heart. Kirsten kept saying Adam Ant. Adam Ant heart. Goody two, goody two, goody goody shoes. Yeah. No, not Adam Ant heart. Oh. Adamant heart. She's great. Adamant heart. Yeah. She's really good. Cool. Her her well, Instagram. Shout out. Thank you. Shout out to L. Her Instagram handle is L makes tattoos on Instagram. She's she's E-L-L-E. Cool. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, then. Well, congratulations. I'm glad that you did that for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It uh yeah. It was weird. It was kind of weird because I had this moment where I'm like, do I want this on my body? Is this a advertisement? Is this something I should be even doing? And I all of those fears were assuaged when I saw her rendering. I was like, oh. And I didn't see it until I showed up to get the tattoo. She does that. Oh. She's like, you don't see it until you show up. She's like, this is what I designed. Take it or leave it. And I was like, yes. So Okay. Yeah. And it didn't mm-hmm. hurt really. I mean, it felt like uh felt like constant cat scratches mm. for a couple hours. On your calf. The problem is with the calf is that once you start getting close to the knee pit, that's where the pain really starts to kind of turn up. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah, well, I'm glad you did that and uh I will live vicariously through you. You're that. not doing it? You don't think you'd get a tattoo? I every once in a while I think that'd be kind of cool and that's as far as that goes. I mean, I feel like a steely would be great on your calf. Well, not on my calf, I'd put it on my shoulder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think about that periodically. Like maybe one of these days I'll get a steal your face tattoo. Yeah, but what if you stop liking the Grateful Dead? You know what I mean? It could happen. Actually, it happens frequently, actually. <laughs> and then you have to listen to Jerry Garcia band to kind of right. get well, off of or, or or I'll be like boring, heard it, and then I'll be like, oh wow, that that just oh wow. <laughs> Speaking of oh wow, uh-huh. I've been uh so I've been getting up early with this dog, which early for me is like 6 45, 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I let her out. She goes to the bathroom. I give her some breakfast and then she wants to sleep for another hour. So I've been putting on the, the set one and two teasers video Mm -hmm. from the dead and company shows. They're great. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. They're great. Holy (laughs) legitimately great. Yeah. Holy shit. Not even like great in the sense of like, I mean, it's, you know, it's nice to see them. No, I, I saw an interview with uh, John Mayer and he's like, we're, yeah, this is the final tour. He's like, I'm not going to play. We're not playing with anyone's emotions. It's the last tour. Mm-hmm. But he's like, we're going to go out with this experience of leaving everybody like, holy shit. That, they were, they, they were, they have achieved something. They, they did were, yeah, something right. that was uniquely dead in company. 100%. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is eight years. It's not a flash in the pan thing. A lot of bands live and die in eight years. That's what I'm they, saying. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm really, oh, I don't know, like, I'm proud of them, I guess, you know. I mean, obviously, they're getting paid, you know, which is yeah. fine. Good for them. Yeah. They're sounding really I, good. Based on what I'm seeing, I mean, it's kind of the same as it ever was thing, but what I'm seeing in the message threads is a lot of talkers this tour, a lot of people coming out so they can see they saw the dead thing. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah, right. And that's, I'm like, well, it's going to happen, you know? Yeah. And there was actually, well, no, that was at a Billy Strings show that, like, Billy stopped the show because a couple of rail riders, like, got into it. Oh, my God. Like, rail riders are this year's gate crashers. <laughs> like, seriously, like, it's yeah. a thing. 
Like yeah. these people are just psychotic about it, having to be up front in the entitlement. And it's yeah. like, dude, you're kind of maybe just go out to the back and find a girl to make out with. Like, what right. the hell is your problem? Like, it's not a, f- I think it's because they have the cameras and the internet. And it's like, they just I really do. It. Yeah, I do think it is that because like, well, I was watching, I went back and watched the, the videos from the, um, the forum with the LA forum. Is that where the yeah. LA, the LA shows, whatever. And it seemed kind of like a, a um, the uh, you know the who's who of of good looking people at the yeah, rail, yeah. and I was like, 100%. come on, right? Oh, that's very much a thing. It looked like they looked like the like you know Bob Weir called Central Casting and said, hey, bring out yeah, bring, bring out, out the, the hottest people. 40, 40 to fifty year olds you can find and put right. them on the rail in front. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I mean, it is a show. <laughs> That's true. But also those tickets aren't cheap. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and that's just it. Like, I mean, there's a part of me, you know, the, I mean, I can see, you know, Jerry Garcia be rolling over his grave and I'm like, fuck, don't be laughing his ass off. Totally. Chuckling. Like you guys are, he'd just be shaking his head, lighting another camel going, you guys are having your cake and eating it too. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, why not? Yeah, I've known Bob. I've known Bob since he was 16. He was always this way. Right. Yeah. Supply and demand, baby. Give the people what they want. And what they want is the Scarlet Fire VIP package. And the (laughs) the mountains of the the mountains of the moon VIP package. (laughs) Oh. I'm stoked. I given all the circus and the hoopla and the message threads and the Mm -hmm. Facebook groups, it's like I'm 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 stoked to do it. I'm glad I'm glad Kirsten and I are going. Glad I'm gonna hang out with all you there. It's gonna be great. That'll be dope. Yep. I'm stoked. I'm really genuinely excited for all that. Yeah, it'll be good. Mm -hmm. I mean, at first it was kind of like, oh, what the hell? I'll go see him, you know. Yeah. But as this tour has progressed, I'm like, no, this is gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Yeah, (laughs) it is. And 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 it's like you know, Jay Lane playing drums right now, Perfect. he can do a lot of that shit in his sleep, you know? And then when the when the song lifts, he mm-hmm. kind of lifts with it and it yes. keeps all of that together, mm-hmm. which is nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jay's yeah. uh Jay's Jay's been playing drums with Bob Weir for well since like nineteen ninety seven. Right. Yeah. So that's twenty five years. I watched him in in a set. He played with Primus for a lot of years. Yeah, uh-huh. and like he did that weird shit too. Mm-hmm. Like he's right. got weird chops. That guy Jay has very. He's yes, he has chops, and that's the thing that, no disrespect intended, Billy's a little lacking these days. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, Agreed. Billy plays like a, an old man with a bad shoulder. Because that's what he is. One hundred percent. Again, no disrespect. He's Bill the drummer from the Grateful Goddamn Dead, but. Am I sad that he bowed out? No. Because <laughs> Jay Lane's awesome. Yeah, he's great. And it's really, I mean, that's that's kind of what's helping this tour along. Yeah. I feel like also, like, and those of you that are mad that we're talking about the Grateful Dead, I'm, I'm doing the uh, bird thing that I do in the magnetic yeah. spin around. Right. Yeah, well, I don't care. So. Um, yeah, I, 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 I. The what I could see from the videos of Mickey, he looks like he's having the best time. He's just yeah, like taking shit back there. Right. Like, well, he's that's definitely. Really, I mean, what a way to spend retirement. That's not bad. That's what I'm saying. He gets worse. to make the loudest noises in the world. Yeah, 
with some of the best musicians in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am. Yeah. Like, I'm genuinely what, excited. What, what's not to love? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like I'm not Mark, our buddy, crazy Mark, who we also need to get on here. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he talked to me, he's been talking about the forever band for 20 years. Yeah. Like, he, you know, losing Jerry was, was a big one. Yeah. Right. Getting over the Garcia hump. Yeah. But there's no re I mean, these songs and this music will continue on further, you know? And that's just really the most remarkable thing. Like mm-hmm. say what you want. You can hate on everything, but sure. you know, like the, the reality of the situation is that <clears throat> I think this is what bothers some people that don't that have like an act like a, 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 a an, an against against this. Yeah. Is that the guy that they hated died almost 30 years ago and it's just as big, if not bigger than it was then. <laughs> yeah. And it just pisses people off. Yeah. Garcia said that one time about he's talking about the uh, music press. And somebody mm-hmm. asked him, like, why do you think, you know, like the press dogs on you guys sometimes? He's like, well, that's because their business is talking about new things. Yeah. And yeah. we just keep, we just don't go away. So it bothers them. <laughs> yeah. That's great. They have to keep writing about us or uh, not. Well, I look forward to the, to the debrief on here about the show. Yeah. I'm only, you, I'm only planning on going to the Sunday night show. So we'll never miss a Sunday show. Never miss a Sunday show. So that's, uh, you know, well, we'll just put up a disclaimer. Like, if you don't want to listen to us talking about the dead, then don't move <laughs> Maybe along. Skip this one. Yep. Yeah. Move along. These aren't the droids you're looking for. This is not the droids. It's the droids we're looking for. These are the droids we're looking mm-hmm. for. All right. Well, it's real nice to see you. Hey, it's real nice to see you, man. It's been a while. Glad, Seems like, you know, same as it ever was. 100%. That was a good. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that was a good conversation, man family puke ball and just remember to grab your vip package to the fifth annual egger family puke bowl it's coming up right around flu season so get your tickets now because it's it's always a really hot uh, event um and a little acidic and cookies provided you know immediately afterwards so Steve's making the best face. Can't even, man. See, I think I think we would be good. I think we'd make good YouTube. Yeah, okay. people, people miss out on the facial expressions. I don't know, man. I we gotta we'll figure. Have to, a way we'll to... have to work out a clause with my agent because that's camera. That's camera stuff. Oh, do we get more money? No, I get. I would need to be paid out more than I already am. Hey, look, I, I'm just an equal part of this thing as you are, pal. So. Are we going to start having money disputes? Maybe this will be the end of the podcast. Who's going to (laughs) strike? Speaking of strikes. Right. Joel and Steve go on strike at each other. Yeah. And then we'd record it. (laughs) And put it out. Joel and Steve go on strike. (laughs) The podcast. Joel, Joel and Steve's support staff goes on strike. Yes. Oh, you know, this thing would implode. I I, let's just take this moment. Yeah. Let's just take this moment so that none of our working staff actually strike. If that were to happen, (laughs) let's just say if our writers went down, if our sound engineer team went down, social media, graphics, arts, graphic arts, merchandising uh, director, 
you know, if, if our sponsors pulled out executive producer, it, yeah, our executive producer went away. This thing, whole, this whole thing, we just were really grateful for everyone that works on the, thank you everyone. We really do appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks everybody for all you do for trying to be better podcast with Joel and Steve. We take the glory, but the real, you know, backbone is all of you. So thank you. hundred percent. Thank you. All right, now get back to work, you ingrates. Hey, I'm not. Oh, yeah, please. We have to get as soon as we push this out, we need this turned around. And it up. Okay, well. Well, have a good summer. Yeah, thanks, man. You too. Bye. Bye.
Don't forget, toot your hooter.